Our show is brought to you by Craftsman, America's most trusted tool brand. Trust in your hands. And welcome to Spark People Radio, supporting our listeners, our spark friends, and learning the healthy, permanent, and pleasurable approach to getting into the best shape of your life. I'm Lily Hill. And I'm Karen Hudson. And we are your BFFs, your wing girls, and your greatest supporters in your journey to your healthiest and happiest you. And during today's show, we have a bonanza of resources for you, a veritable cornucopia of tools. I love that word. (laughs) And perspectives that will help you on the sometimes challenging journey of learning to listen to your body rather than your mind. It's a tough one, but you can do it. Because the truth is, the mind is much hungrier than the body. Oh, right. My my mind will tell me I'm hungry when my body's saying no. You just ate a full meal, but my mind will say, oh, I need that extra dessert or I need that, you know, snack at the end of it. Yeah. But that's not listening to my body. So uh-huh. this is, that's one of the wonderful things we always want to remind you of is that your body is brilliant. So you want to take advantage of listening to it. It's going to guide you to your healthiest and happiest. It's going to guide you to your healthiest weight. You just yeah. got to listen up. A lot of listen up. And listen that's, up. That's a good distinction, Lil. I've never thought to ask if my stomach is hungry or my mind is hungry. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. That it's is a doozy. A good one. Makes I had to me ask, stop and think a little bit. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's the key. Stopping yeah, and thinking down. before putting something in your mouth. Love mind. it. That's exactly Love right. Love it. So before we take the deep dive into today's show, we want to share a couple highlights from our week. Okay. And, highlights uh, of the week. And <laughs> we should have a little uh, We need a theme song for that. Highlight of the week. There it is. We've got a theme song. We did it instantaneously. So my highlight of the week, Lil, has gotta be last weekend, Saturday. It happened to be one of those gloriously beautiful winter days in Carmel, California. You know, we get this beautiful... My hood, people. My hood. Our hood. And this is where we love to be on a beautiful night like this. And so Lily and I decided to go for a walk down by the ocean at sunset. And the color of the sky was so incredibly beautiful. It was sort of this pale pink and it was warm and this and the balmy balmy in the middle of winter truly in january and the waves were huge because someone said there was a storm off the coast of japan which i found so romantic you know this huge huge storm out all the way from japan today's waves waves. and we were down at carmel beach on scenic drive watching and there must have been a parade of 300 people just walking by bumper to bumper. And this is a place that is typically very, there are very few people that walk at night. It's not very populated. Which is surprising. This was, this was unusual. I, you're right. I mean, I've never seen it that That was my highlight. People that are appreciating mother nature, appreciating that sunset. It was almost a ritual. All of the people that came out to the the sunset on Carmel Beach. Good highlight. Absolutely beautiful. Okay. Your highlight. Can you top that, Lil? My highlight is... You happen to be on my highlight. (laughs) You were on that walk with me. So you rode that highlight. But for me, that was peak. Beautiful night. That was a gorgeous night. And my highlight this week was kind of based on what I talked about last week, which was I had mentioned that one of my New Year's resolutions is drinking more water. And this should not be a difficult one because drinking water is not 
hard. It, it doesn't taste like castor oil. It doesn't take like taste like uh, medicine. Taste like it doesn't taste like anything. <laughs> but for some reason, recently, I've been hitting a little bit of a wall around it. Uh-huh. Just it's just that resistance little block. shows up out of nowhere. A little block. So this last week, I've been upping my ante around it, and I'm proud to say today, yeah. through little steps, I didn't tell myself I'm going to you know drink this entire jug. I just said, how about some water? How about some water? And every time I felt a little bit of stress come on, I'd say, let me stop and breathe and have a drink of water. Beautiful. And that makes such a big difference in your life, stopping and breathing and having a drink of water, presencing yourself. So I, I, I see on an ongoing basis how much easier it is to change a behavior when I'm thinking about it positively and when I have reminders. So I want to remind each of you, if you can't remember to drink water, you want to get one of those apps that reminds you on your phone. Those make such a difference because left to our own devices, if you don't want to drink the water, if you have resistance, it's going to be harder. But you have that little ping or, you know, any little sound that goes off to remind you. A gentle little reminder. A gentle little reminder. It's going to gently usher you in the right direction. And the more water you drink, the easier it is to stay tuned into your body. You're flushing out the toxins. Less likely to get sick. No downside. It is medicine. Water is medicine. It truly is. Good for you, Lil. That's my Um, highlight. That's wonderful. To doozer. Well, and you're creating a, a great habit. I'm creating what I talk about, what we'll talk about later in the show, tiny acts of power. Mm-hmm. When you do something small that makes you feel better in the moment, it takes one tiny act of power to start to build momentum towards your day. So whether that's, you know, doing 20 push-ups or doing 50 sit-ups or whatever it is, do something that immediately makes you think, this day is heading in the right direction. Yeah. That's a brilliant tiny act of power. You so do, we'll, you we'll be digging power. into that. Exactly right. So next up, we have the founder of Spark People, Chris Downey, who's going to be talking with us about ways to stay with our New Year's resolutions or even start them now if we've been hesitant to commit, you know, because we've been scared that we'd fail, so we don't even want to set them oh, out yeah, there. We failed already. <laughs> Forget about the resolution. So you do not want to miss this. Oh, no. You're listening to Spark People Radio, a radio show designed to support you in having the tools to experience daily the delicious and rewarding feeling of being healthy in every sense of the word. Our show is brought to you by Subaru. Love, it's what makes a Subaru a Subaru. You're listening to Spark People Radio, inspirational, educational, and motivational radio, guaranteed to spark your day and your life. I'm Lily Hill. And I'm Karen Hudson. And we are fully psyched, delighted, and I must say excited to have with us today our founder and our friend, Chris Downey, the man with the vision to start Spark People and spark a movement of individuals coming together as a giant team to reach their fitness goals. Genius. Genius. (laughs) So welcome, Chris. Hi. Thanks for having me on again, and hello Uh, to all the Spark people out there. Oh, we love having you on, Chris. It's true. So let's just dive in. Let's go for it. Our fellow Sparksters are looking for a little guidance as to the best ways to stay on track with their New Year's resolutions. I know a lot of us have forgotten about it probably already, three-quarters way through through the month. And we know you've got some answers for us, Chris, so help us. Give us what you got. Sure, this is a great topic, and, and January is a good time to talk about this since people a lot of times set those really big goals to, for their New Year's resolutions, and then a lot of times they fall off the wagon very quickly because a lot of people are just, our culture 
has really gone about goal setting the wrong way. And we, as you know, try to change that to the right way at Spark People. Uh-huh. <laughs> so uh-huh. the, a lot of times um, it's, it's now is a good time to step back and really assess what you did with your New Year's resolutions and ask yourself some questions of whether those those goals that you set were really small goals that, that will help you build mo- momentum and that are really attainable. So one of the things I always like to get people to look at is whether the, you're setting goals that will fit into your normal life without needing to disrupt too much. Because mm-hmm. when you're setting these New Year's resolutions, it's so easy to get carried away and basically think that you can change your life overnight. And unfortunately, it just doesn't work out that way usually. It would be nice, <laughs> wouldn't it? It's rare. It I'm, it is, it's not that it's not possible. Yeah. The challenge is most of us shoot for those massive changes and they don't work out. It is what, what I have come to call... Chris, tiny acts of power. When you do That's the tiny one. acts of power, yeah. then all of a sudden it starts builds up to the it starts to build up to the larger steps in the right direction. So don't underestimate those tiny acts of power. Yeah. So right. great great advice. Continue yeah, kind, sir. Those tiny actions are what will really lead to the big breakthroughs. So we we always talk about this. The small goals, you get the momentum, it becomes like a giant snowball. And then sure enough, you're going to get these breakthroughs that are maybe even bigger than you ever have set for as a New Year's resolution because your whole life and your whole framework of looking at life could completely change. And that can open up these new horizons that you may have never even thought of. So the ironically, by setting these small goals, you end up reaching bigger goals than you may, than you may have ever set before. Well, and, so that's, and that's great news because small steps feel so much more manageable true, than right. a big goal or, like you said, a, 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 a whole shift to the way that you're doing your life. So little tiny steps. Love that. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, we had a, an article on Daily Spark where some members uh, shared some of their best tips for New Year's resolutions. And I, I grabbed a few of those because they really stood out to me. So one of them was just that, any time is a great time to set a goal. So a lot of people think you have to make this big New Year's resolution declaration, mm-hmm. and if you don't reach those goals, then you're kind of shot for the year. Yeah, <laughs> and if you, you're done. If you, you're out. That's exactly. so depressing. You're harsh. <laughs> that, that's going to make me want to snack. <laughs> that thought. Yeah. If you, so if you step back and look at it, that's that's not really a smart way to look at life. Is that you've got no. this one moment at the at the you beginning of the year? You got one shot. Don't blow it. It, it, sh- it shuts <laughs> right. you down. The pressure is intense. Truly. <laughs> You're listening to Spark People Radio, and we're talking with Chris Downey, our founder and our friend. Spark guy. And he is telling us a few things that are going to keep us on track with our resolutions. Things that are going to make it easier or help you to set a resolution that's going to move you forward in your fitness goals. So let's. Let's move on, Chris. We're doing great. Love the first one. Tiny acts of power. Let's, let's sure. So then, uh, another member mentioned to really not lose your motivation when you have a setback, and that this is another one oh, that fits right into the resolutions angle, because w- w- when when you set that big resolution and the first time you fall off, you you're, you think, okay, that's it. Uh, so this member talked about just getting back up and get get going. That nobody's perfect. So I I had to learn myself the hard way that motive or that perfectionism can ha- actually be a bad thing and not a good thing. Um, there are some good things about it because it really um, it helps you stay on track yourself sometimes, but usually it goes too far and you end up um, working against yourself if you think that you have to be perfect or you won't try at all. That's exactly right, and it's kind of nice to think of yourself as 
as as this whole journey as you get to be perfectly imperfect. Uh, I love that. Because that's, that's, a, that, that's a great way to put it. Mm-hmm, the spaciousness yeah. to say, I'm going to do my best. I'm not going to try and do it perfectly because there's no such thing that's subjective. But mm-hmm. I can try and do my best. And that's right. all that's required. If you're doing your best, you're going to be moving towards your goals. There's no doubt. So exactly. great, great idea. All right, let's keep moving it forward. These are, these are wonderful, Chris. Another simple one. A member mentioned that, that she started uh, taking the moment where, before she gets out of bed to kind of forecast her day where she would plan out her day and think of, of different obstacles that she might face. And she said that gave her more courage to get out of bed and face her day in a positive mindset. And I thought that was just a really smart way to look at, at reaching your goals in any given day. So she was, she was sort of projecting what she, obstacles or what challenges might lay ahead for her? She, she visualized how she wanted it to go. That's uh-huh. incredibly smart. And then thought exactly. it through. Yeah. Because you can think of yourself, too. One of the visualizations that I've used in the past is imagining myself uh, turning away from the refrigerator actually visualizing my walking towards the refrigerator, asking myself, am I hungry? And if I'm not, I visualize myself turning away. So I'm building that ability to think as I'm approaching the refrigerator the next time. Without that practice round in Uh your mind, it's harder to do. But with that practice round... Once you visualize it, you can can live it. If you You can can see it it in your mind, you can achieve it in the the physical sense, in the real world. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's a doozy, Chris. I like it. I like where you're going with (laughs) it. All right. So I think we have time for one more. Sure. So another one that somebody mentions is is telling as many people as possible. She says she told her husband, her family, her friends, and even her clients. So that way, just like you were just talking about, everywhere she turns, there are people holding her accountable. So it's one of those friendly competition kind of things where if you ask people to help you reach your goals, they're usually going to do that. Or at least nice. most people will. Yeah, <laughs> <Not> absolutely. <laughs> Having a support system, we talk about it all the time, how hard it is to do really anything alone. Doing it with a friend or a, a you know partner or a coach that's encouraging you along the way, that makes all the difference in the world. It's true, and it helps to build leverage in your mind knowing there are other people that know. It's not just you that you're thinking about when you're reaching for that snack that you're really not hungry for. You're thinking about all the people that you told as well, so it helps to keep you strong. A little accountability. That group energy. Great. Great advice, Chris. Thank you so much for coming on and for, again, sharing your, your tips for all of us to be our healthiest and happiest. And we know we'll be talking to you again soon, and we look forward to it. Yeah, likewise. And everybody out there, if you need any support, just hop into the Spark People community, listen to Spark People Radio. You know we'll be here to help. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Chris. Thank you. Have a good day, Lily and Karen. Great talking you to too. you. too. Great talking to Bye-bye. you. So, fellow Sparksters, are you ready to ditch the diet and get on with the business of learning how to make boring foods taste like an explosion of delicious flavor instead? A <laughs> Then have we got a guest for you. Chef Meg's going to set us all up for success by telling us why we can ditch the diet once and for all. Thank heavens! You're listening to Spark People Radio, the brainchild of the Spark team who wants you to experience the wonderful, rewarding feeling of being healthy in every sense of the word. Our show is brought to you by Kenwood. Listen to the future.
You're listening to Spark People Radio, inspirational, educational, and motivational radio, guaranteed to spark your day and your life. I'm Lily Hill. And I'm Karen Hudson. And for those of you that haven't heard the good news, the Spark People cookbook is now on paperback. Come on. Come on. I'm not joking around. (laughs) Think you have to give up your favorite foods to lose weight? Nope. Now you can enjoy three cheese macaroni, barbecue chicken pizza, oh yeah, juicy peppercorn steak, and even dark chocolate cake, thanks to the Spark People Cookbook. Yeah! Love your food, lose the weight. I love the title. It can't get more simple than that. With a focus on real food, generous portions, and great flavor, Chef Meg Galvin's recipes will teach you how to make fast, healthy meals your whole family will love to eat. Fast and healthy, that's exactly oh, how yeah. I like to eat these And the fact that the whole days. family, no finicky eaters, <laughs> they'll all take it. These recipes are so good, you'll forget they're good for you. That's how we like to roll. Order your copy of the Spark People Cookbook, Love Your Food, Lose the Weight, at www.sparkpeople.com backslash cookbook. <laughs> it is a great cookbook. It is awesome. And we are lucky enough to have with us the author of the Spark Cookbook. What are the odds of that? Which is, I know, filled with creative, easy, scrumptious and healthy dishes. Scrumptious. Here she is, our very own delightful, delovely Spark Team member, Chef Meg Galvin. Hello, Meg. Hello. You all, you, you're building too high of a pedestal. Oh, no, you know no, us. I'm we're, we're the positivity I'm girls. It's the only way we know how to go, Meg. You know that. When it comes <laughs> to something that we've delighted in, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, we're good advocates for we it. We are genuinely uh, that enthusiastic. <laughs> okay. So tell us, Meg, uh, we want to hear, we love the name of this. We want to hear more about this ditch the diet taste test you put on. Yeah. That sounds like oh, the kind was, of taste test I want to be on. Exactly. It was fun. It, it actually, I really enjoyed it. And it, it was fun because from the standpoint that, you know, you, you think of the word diet and, and we surveyed the members and, you know, asked them some questions to figure out, you know, how many diets have you been on your lifetime? You know, what kind of diets have you done? What do you perceive as diet food? And what we really came to was the fact that we just don't even want to use the word diet. Food, no. food should be good. You know? Listen, and diet has the word good. die in it, Chef Meg. Yeah. That is one of the reasons. That's got to be a big red flag right there. Tea. Come on. <laughs> that should have been our first clue. No kidding. I feel no. like a fool. Red flag word. <laughs> well, and what we found out was is through, you know, through, through the website, people were, were making smart choices and they were losing weight. And we mm-hmm. ended up, we, you know, the, the panelists that came to, to take the test, what we found out was that instead of eating a donut for breakfast, they were switching to a cereal, maybe high in fiber. But that's what they were eating all day. Uh-huh. Or they, instead of eating a takeout pizza, they switched it to maybe a quote-unquote diet convenience frozen meal. Uh-huh. So they were losing the weight, but the problem is when you do that, you lose taste, you get bored with the food, mm, yeah. and you're going to you know, kind of hit this plateau. So what we did is we did this taste test. So I created two different menus. I created the typical diet menu. So what do you think? So if I say diet menu, do you, do you think flavor? Do you think color? What comes to your mind? Very, think, very bland, small yeah. portion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about you, I, Lil? I think skinned anything. Uh-huh. Yeah, something yeah. that's yeah. immediately no crispy, skinned. nothing. Right. <laughs> White, tasty. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, uh-huh. and that's, that's kind of what we did. We did, um, I made, I prepared a just plain poached chicken, plain steamed carrots, 
plain white rice and iceberg lettuce with a low-fat dressing that contained no oil. Did you so sneak into put- my history and see what I was eating <laughs> on a regular basis? Seriously. Who are you, Chef Meg? <laughs> no, no, but, but then the, the other people on the other side, you know, they, got, they got that plate. And then we switched it around, and we added some spice to the um, carrots. I added some um, cumin to that. I roasted the chicken instead of uh-huh. poaching. Poaching is a method that, you know, you just cook in water. Right. But we got some air circulating on the chicken and some seasonings on them and some that lemon makes all the flavor. In the world. Yeah. It is. And uh-huh. and then added some fresh herbs and spices and we changed up from an iceberg to a mescaline green. I love well, it. Well what we found out was is that everybody loved that, but they felt like, Oh my gosh, I'm cheating because this tastes really because good. Because it tasted so good. That's how good right. you that's are, funny. Meg. That's how Man. good you are. Well you no, can... that's how good it, anybody that tries the recipes. It's not it wasn't my ability, it was just creating well, it was my ability creating the recipes. Of course, let's <laughs> take honor where uh, honor is due. <laughs> For those of you that are just tuning in, we are talking to Chef Meg tonight, who is sharing with us about ditch the diet taste tests. We, we all want to be around for a long time, and we can't live a life of eating poached chicken and rice cakes. No, that's boring. for a lifetime. It would Every just be now boring. and again. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. So, yeah, so we, 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 you know, but we've tried to stop the yo-yo dieting, bring in flavor to the food, and you should, you should, the food should taste fresh. It should look good. And what's going to happen is, is you're going to be satisfied. You're going to eat this, and you're going to go, wow, this is really good. And you end up losing the weight. That's yeah. exactly right. It wasn't until I started to legalize all foods that I was able to make the transition to eating in alliance with my oh, physical hunger. Yeah, I did. I made them even. So that meant that if I saw pizza as valuable as broccoli, that what ended up happening is that I didn't feel as guilty if I ate pizza, so I wouldn't eat an entire pizza. I'd have a piece of pizza. It's the mm-hmm. guilt factor that makes a difference. But you want it, you of course want to put the healthiest foods possible in your body, but you want right. to make them taste phenomenal so you're excited about returning to them again and again. That's the key. It's possible. It just takes a little effort. And I have to say, Meg, your cookbook is what is going to make it easier because if you're going to transform your, your daily eating habits and your usual menu, you want a little support along the way. So I think it's fantastic that you put this out, this cookbook out there to make it easier for those of us. I'm raising my hand yeah. real high here. And you're making... Who are not talented yes. in the kitchen. And that's why it's so great. You make the, it easy. They're easy little additions that you have us doing to you know traditional food. And it's fantastic. Well, and, and, and I wrote it to... Um, I, I have lots of friends that don't cook. And I, I kind of wrote it with them in mind that, you know, that they need to know that you peel a piece of garlic before you chop it. That, you know, what, what is lemon zest? <laughs> oh so gosh. it's really, you know, I said I'm a cheerleader, and I really I think that's part of my job is yeah, that I hope is. that through these recipes that, you, you know, you feel like you, it's empowerment that you can do this. It's not written in a way that you have to have, you know, this huge repertoire of dishes and pots and pans and immersion blenders and all these things. We, we try to make it that anybody can do this the, the first time cook the kid the teenager or the adult that you know their kids are all gone and it's just them at home so really there's something for everybody in this book beautiful Fantastic. well we are psyched about it and we want to again recommend it to all of our listeners today and make thank you so much for being with us we're going to have you on again oh. real soon because you always bring so many good things to the table Thank Excuse you. the pun. <laughs> you, you bring fun back into the kitchen, Megan. For that, we're grateful. <laughs> <laughs> 
So next Just show up, up with the food, okay? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the most fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so next up, Spark listeners, are you feeling a little hopeless and helpless around your weight release goals? Do you have, say, 100 pounds to lose or even 20? And have you fallen prey to the voice in your head that says it's impossible? Well, our next guest is going to help you to silence that voice with his amazing story. You're listening to Spark People Radio, helping millions of people all over the world and learning the tools and techniques to get fitter and happier. One day, one meal, and one thought at a time. Our show is brought to you by eBay Motors, where you can dream it, find it, buy it, all at ebaymotors.com. You're listening to Spark People Radio, and please log on to sparkpeople.com and join the other 13 million Spark People for resources and tools and support to achieve your healthiest weight and your most joyful self. I'm Lily Hill. And I'm Karen Hudson. And our next guest is someone whose story to a healthier, happier him touched our hearts deeply. And, of course, inspired us yeah, along the way. Exactly. And yet you cannot hear too many inspirational stories from people who have already done what you want to do when it comes to getting fit. It's true. They have some of the answers and the mindsets that you want to develop that precede those behavioral changes, like getting more active and eating more in alliance with your body's true needs. So without further ado, we'd like to welcome our guest, Robert Wadhams. Robert, Welcome. Hi, how you doing? We're doing great. Doing great, Robert. We're delighted right, well, to have you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. So now tell us, you started this new frame of mind when you were 385 pounds. Where Correct. are you now and where do you want to go? Right now I am 270. And, wow. Uh, Congratulations. Wait, let's just oh, take a moment. Uh, yeah, let's, let's take a moment. From that. I gotta, thank I, you. I mean, yeah. you can't just pass that yeah. up. No. 270. <laughs> that, that's a feat. Truly. That's a feat. I am, I'm truly, truly, truly in deep respect for that. I lost, I lost 65, and I know the mindset that it took mm. to develop and how challenging it was. So deep respect to you. Deep respect. So, Brother oh, Robert. You. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so now tell us, Robert, yeah. where are you now and where do you want to go? Well, as I said before, I am at uh, 270 right now. I'm really wanting to get down. I think probably 220 would probably be pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, six foot two, and uh, I think that would probably be a really super good goal. So I figure about another 50 pounds, and I'll be pretty much right where I want to be. Uh huh. Nice. It's a, it. It really is something to to observe how directly you can impact your future and your relationship with your body through your day-to-day focus. I mean, I'm sure at the very beginning, did you have any idea that you'd be changing your mindset so drastically or that it was even possible? No, absolutely not. As a matter of fact, when I, when I first got started, um, I never actually really intended to start losing weight. This, this particular job that I work, uh, I work a rotating shift schedule, and I and I was particularly af- af- afraid of night shift. So I made up my mind that I was going to eat lighter, and do what I could do to eat healthier for the idea. You know, in the idea that by doing so, I'll have more energy to keep myself propped up at three o'clock in the morning doing my job. Wow! And uh, and it was kind of like a afterthought, and all of a sudden I noticed that I began to lose weight, and that kind of got the ball rolling where I'm thinking, wow, I'm actually doing this. And then just kind of one thing led to another. Um, and I, and I kept going. So I kind of would hate to 
you know, give the impression that I started out with this great idea that I was going to lose all this weight. <laughs> I'm like, I kind of more like, I kind of got scared into it by my job. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Hey, listen, a bad motivation. No, no. It, whatever it takes. I mean, that's actually the good news is that it can happen in different ways for different people. Some people will have that, that absolute epiphany, that moment where they say, this is it. This is yeah. the moment that's going to define my future. Other people will just kind of nice, subtly, kind of gradually move into it the way that you did. So that's not a bad thing. You know, some of right. our listeners are like, yeah, I'll, I'll take the gradual Absolutely. approach. That sounds nice. You, and, you, and you saw the opportunity you know, through, through wanting to keep the job and have this job. You saw the opportunity to be lighter. You're listening to Spark People Radio. I'm Karen Hudson. And I'm Lily Hills. And we have Robert on the line tonight sharing with us about his journey to a healthier self. So let me ask you this, Robert. What habits did you start doing right away, and maybe you're still doing, that has kept you on that consistent, healthy path of shedding your extra pounds? Well, as far as what helped me to stick with it, um, you know, my when I first started losing weight, you know, I did like probably what a lot of people do. I was losing weight specifically for the idea of losing weight, uh-huh. wanting to get lighter, wanting to get healthier. But at a point in my journey, I began to work with a personal trainer, um, and I told her that I had started jogging and whatever, and then she began to encourage me to uh, train for a local 5K race right here in the area. Mm. Um, and I was very resistant to the idea because when I was in the military, the furthest that we ever ran was about a mile and a half for our fitness test. So the idea of doing 3.1 miles was a little daunting, but then as time progressed, I was actually going beyond the 5K point. I had made it up to about roughly about four and a half to five miles. So she kind of threw the glove down and said, okay, let's see if you can do a 10K, which was like the ultimate scare Ooh, for me. Because, she put the pressure she on. She did. Threw down the glove. Right, yeah. exactly. And, which can and, be helpful. And, it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was really intimidated by it, but then like right at the last second, I kind of swallowed my fear, and right there I signed up for the uh, 10K. And Good for you. And at that point, so basically the 10K became my uh, first race, but what was so pivotal about the whole thing was that I faced my fear. Um, I, you know, when you are 385 pounds, your whole life is defined by what you can't do. I can't mm. fit in this booth at a restaurant. I can't bend over to tie my shoe. I can't climb these stairs. And then to take it and to turn that around and to do something that I previously thought was impossible was I guess for lack of better words, it was a rush. It was a sense of empowerment and a, and a real, and a real dose of I can. And and when you, and when you've lived in a place of negative Mm. thinking that kind of keeps you trapped into this limited environment to get a real shot of this empowering, I can, I can do this. I can push beyond my limits that completely changed the paradigm of my journey. Wow. Completely to where, wow. where, to where at that point I was no longer losing weight for the sake of losing weight or working out for the sake of working out something that I had to endure in order to achieve a lower number on a scale. Everything that I did revolved around trying to repeat that sense of empowerment that I felt at the finish line. And I've been going ever since. Right on, Robert. I love that. I so, so appreciate you sharing that that. wisdom with our listeners because it is so important to recognize that if you build a little momentum, 
you're going to make this so much easier on yourself. So get support in the early stages. If you're not having an epiphany that you need to get moving forward in terms of really taking better care of yourself, get some support. And if you're one of those gradual learners, just take those tiny little steps every single day. Mm -hmm. If you can get your mind on your side, which is easier to do when you start to see some results, you start to build the momentum, you're going to make it easier on yourself. And we all want a little more easy. Absolutely. And Robert, we so honor your experience and I can hear and feel the rush in your voice and from your heart. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, we, we, thanks I'm, for sharing your rush. I got I, one too. I got goosebumps just <laughs> listening to you. I'm beaming over here, just thinking about how good you're feeling and what an inspiration you are. Well, you know, as it stands right now, you know, what started as simply trying to work up enough courage for a 5K has now transformed into this summer. I'm going to be participating in a half iron distance triathlon. Right on. Check you out. You are on fire. I am psyched for you. You, you, You're going to do great. The sky's the limit, Robert. The The sky's the limit. Thank you for being on and sharing your story today. You're a very cool spark brother. Thank you. You've been listening to Spark People Radio, and we have been listening with one of our Spark family members who really has taken his relationship with his body to the next level. The guy's feeling like a million bucks, and that can be the same for you as well. As he mentioned when he was sharing, it really is a matter of getting your mind on your side and thinking positively. If you think positively, it's going to make your road to your greatest, greatest moments and your healthiest and happiest self. The positive side. It's the holy grail. That's exactly right. It's going to make it so much easier. So thanks for spending some time with us today. We are going to be holding a vision that this week is an easier one for you, that you're listening to your body, that you're feeling fantastic, and that you're moving that body in ways that make you feel more energetic and take excellent, excellent care of it. We look forward to talking to you next week. Until then, spark on. (laughs) 